live. We're live. It's happening. Always. And forever. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, you, you really got to roll with the punches on this podcast. Yeah. I was getting ready for you to say, and on YouTube. Yeah. Nailed it. I just, I can't stop winking at the camera. That's okay. There's probably like a, some sort of like a, uh, a term for that. You know what I mean? Some sort of a disorder. Mm, yeah, mm, yeah. Mm, but yeah. I'm down for it. I mean, because I'm I'm accepting of everyone. That's that's really kind of you. Yeah, man. Do you remember when we first started this podcast and our intro was like, "Hey guys," and we <laughs> talked about like being inclusive. I love that. I miss that. I know it was kind of cheesy, but I, I I loved it. Well, we didn't plan it either. I know. <clears throat> we just started recording. I was like, "All right, we're gonna try to do an intro here." <laughs> like, All right, whatever. Look at us now. I mean, I'll tell you what. Like one day, the video quality will get better. But I mean, just a couple of dudes with some like skull glasses and a skull decanter and their MacBook Pros. Yeah. I mean, we look professional. There's Red Bull. They could sponsor us. Let me turn the label there. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Excellent. Yes, Red Bull. If you'd like to sponsor us, the buy-in fee is real small. Basically, it's uh, basically a case. Yeah. How are you doing today, Brian? I'm doing well. I, I missed you on Sunday. I missed you. It was a late night. Yeah. It was actually, I mean, I basically worked from 8 a.m. Sunday morning until 1 a.m. Monday morning. Uh, that's a long day. It's a very long day. You might need to unionize. Yeah. I was just thinking about that. I think you and I should uni- like do a podcast union. That would be cool. Yeah. But like, be very socialist, you know what I mean? Because it's like Joe Rogan's making a hundred million dollars. He's just got to share that with us. Like he, of the hundred million dollars, he only has to. Have, I mean, a million would be great for us. Yeah, yeah. Basically, we could put that million into an index fund in the name of the podcast, and the podcast would make seventy thousand dollars a year at least. <laughs> did, did you know when we started this this whole podcast adventure and and. You know, I really hope to continue for quite some time. Oh, we will. When we started this, there was, I think it was 800,000 podcasts. Do you know what the the total is now? What? 2.2 million. Yeah, we got on the ground floor. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're on the top, we're in like within the top eight floors. You know what I mean? First eight floors. I think we're, I think we're in the top thousand podcasts that are based around politics that's probably true the number one right now for news and politics is actually breaking points says who the podcast analytics oh okay that's fair then it's crystal and sager yeah i know that's surprising because they're not free they have a huge following yeah but they're not free no it's free to listen to them on spotify oh yeah you don't get to hear the entire thing because they like react to each other's monologues really um and it's inexpensive actually to join their platform. It's like you can do like I think ten dollars a month. You could pay up front. They have like a, a like a platinum thing where it's like you get they have like bricks on the back of their um, <laughs> little background, and you can have your name engraved on a brick. I think it's like ten thousand dollars or five thousand dollars. I can't remember. I seriously thought about it for like one second. <laughs> <laughs> we we actually have a brick in in the town. Do you guys really? Yeah. Where? I don't know. No. I'll... <laughs> well, no. So. <laughs> Brian's very dedicated the, the, to this brick. The town of, the town of West Dundee, yeah. uh, was hosting uh, every year. They kind of go all out for the holidays and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And uh, one of the holidays, they decided to have a Christmas lights decoration with the prize being, I think it was like a hundred bucks and a brick or something oh, like that. Nice, yeah. And uh, Noel went all out and really did it. And it was like Facebook, so. We promoted the hell out of it, and we won. And, Sweet. Um, yeah, so we have a brick. Does it say the Arns family? No, it says banana. Nah. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. But get it. Yeah. It's because of your names. Yeah, your initials. I'm smart. You are. Also, yeah. you've told me that before. <laughs> we, we, had to, we had to talk about, uh, tell a lot of people, because I think it was like our hashtag for our wedding was uh, finally banana or something like that. Yeah. Um, so, I remember. Yeah. When I was there signing your wooden thing. Yeah, speaking of, <laughs> dude, I just went to my tab, and it was the measuring dicks I say when tab. Oh, yeah. 
Brian was searching some naughty things. No, 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 no. There was a quote, and if you if you can remember it, yeah, message us. Please on let Facebook. us know. There was like a, a, a scene in a show, so this is this would be a good time to be following us on YouTube or watching the video because then you can see us. I'm, I'm trying to pantomime. There was a point in a show where I think my wife said she thought it was Parks, Parks and, and Rack, yeah. and someone was saying like, "Say when." And like he was pretending to like right. me- like measure a, a guy's uh, penis size, yeah. And he just like kept going because the guy wasn't responding. He's right. just like, <gasps> and then he's like, "Let's start again." <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't remember the show, so if you remember, please let me know because yeah. that way I'm not googling. You know, yeah, and then send us s- send us the clip too. Yeah, because I'll laugh at it. Yeah, you know what I don't want to laugh at right now? What's that? Uh, the Colorado River. There's less and less to laugh yeah, at. Exactly. You know what I mean? You don't punch someone when they're down. Nope. Just not how it goes. No, and we talked not, about you and I talked. We're not Dave Chappelle. Oh. Did you not like the new special? I actually didn't watch it, but it. I watched some of the clips, and it felt very punching down. I disagree. We'll I don't save, think. We'll I, save that one. It's, it's, it's comedy. But, you know, eh, teach their own. Teach their own. Yeah. I know that Netflix backed him. Yeah. And, and you know, here's the thing is like. You can. I, I'm very supportive of a free speech, uh, and uh, you can say whatever you want as a comedian, and it draws attention. Um, and I don't think you know. I'm not one of those people that says, "Oh, Dave Chappelle should be canceled" or anything like that. No. Like c- comedy, especially. But uh, it felt like he was punching down a lot more than he was punching up, like usual. I, he's always says the same. He, boy, that whole bit. You you watch the whole special and then oh, tell me what you think. Yeah, yeah. Let me know what you think. Yeah. Uh, all of this from talking about a river um <laughs> down by the river um we talked about the colorado colorado river before yeah you and i did yeah and it was a thing um especially because and you i always talk Cal- you hate california well yeah i mean i hate all those desert states that decide to steal all the the, the water from the colorado river i mean they they, they gotta they gotta drink water you gotta hydrate. Well, I mean, look at Las Vegas. They're not just drinking the water; they're making fucking fountains in the desert. <laughs> Goddamn dirty apes! I don't like that one bit. I don't need to see a fucking sailboat in the desert. Okay. Unless fair. that desert used to be an ocean, which maybe Las Vegas did. Somebody who knows history, tell me. <laughs> I'm just saying that I think that there there's there's a lot of waste of water. So so why is this happening? Well, why is this happening? Yeah. Well, because as as the population grows mm-hmm. and as the climate of the world starts to go up, mm-hmm. um, you see an issue with with water shortages. Right. I mean, you can you can look back. Actually, if you haven't listened to our episode on the drought going on, mm-hmm. this is a while ago. I don't even know what episode that is, but we'll let you know. Um, we talked about how it was a big issue there with with farmers and things like that. Um, but you've got more people so you need more food so you need to grow more so you need more water for the crops and with those increased people they need to drink water they need to shower they need to do all these things um we need more cattle to feed the people the cattle need water uh you need to irrigate those fields you know what i mean it's a a big long process and and, you know it all adds up Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's i i think you could easily say that that's actually exponential an exponential uh graph um my older brother yelled at me one time because I used the term exponential, and he's like, it's not really exponential. But he's also an electrical engineer, and he did a lot of math classes, so I don't want to, you know. You don't want to question his parabolas. Never. Not without my compass. So Or what, a protractor. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this is something that I, I read an article in the Wall Street Journal about this, and I think the New York Times might have covered it too, but it's not something that's on like your um, what's referred to as your mainstream. I'm not looking at the camera. I keep trying to look at you. Yeah, I'm not too. used to this yet. It's okay. Um, <clears throat> it's something that you would refer to as your mainstream media. You know what I mean? Your CNNs, your Foxes, your things like that. Well, CSNBC or MSNBC. I don't... I don't... YMCA. I don't like how they're getting called mainstream media. I just meant like your main news channels online or on the TVs. I mean, I don't think that I think mainstream media could be changed now. You could look at YouTube. Technically, we could be considered mainstream media because we're on YouTube, and YouTube is pretty. Yeah, mainstream but we're not for, mainstream because we're not. We no. our, our live streams haven't gotten that quite. Yeah, but we're still pretty hip. You know what I mean? Yeah, we're doing fun media before it was cool. Sure, it's going to be real cool one sure. day. 
and we'll be the originators. Not really. Um, so it wasn't getting a lot of news coverage, but you found this and you wanted to talk about it. Yeah. And I'm excited to talk about it because, well, it goes against everything I stand for. Yeah. Well, I thought you would enjoy this. Yeah. Um, because it deals with the, what re- this really ties in is um, just a quick preface. A quick preface here, like so. What's happening? There is th- you've probably heard of the Waltons. Yeah. 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 The yeah. heirs to the Walmart kingdom. Yes. Um, they have been investing large amount of monies through their foundation, which is the Walton Family Foundation, um, into the Colorado River through ways of like um, giving you know grants to like colleges, research groups, uh, media outlets, um, all sorts of things. Uh, basically, trying to find a way to solve this problem for water from people that are getting it because it's currently four 400 million people are getting their water or 40 million people let me look it up here 40 million people in the southwestern united states get their water from the colorado river in addition to that you have a whole lot of thirsty crops out there bry yes um and they need water you got thirsty cattle all the stuff i was saying before i don't want to you know but i mean a lot of co- like cotton wheat alfalfa it's all coming from this region yeah we use that in a lot of things yes um so the Walton family's solution to this is kind of turning water into a market. So making it a commodity. Um, however, through all this philanthropic work, they're trying to make it seem as though um, they're looking for alternative ways of doing this. Um, so uh, they've done, I think it's almost $200 million now they put into this, um, which is kind of interesting. And we'll get into this a little bit later on. I have a whole lot to say on this because I kind of went down the rabbit hole on it. Um, and I didn't want to get like too crazy about it, but ironically oh, enough, it. ironically enough, two of the highest ranking members on the uh, Walton Family Foundation team that were heading up this whole Colorado River thing, they now work in the Biden administration. Mm. You want to know what they're doing, Bry? Working for the Department of the Interior. Yeah. For real? Yeah. Ah, oh, there you go. You know what they're in charge of? Or they put a lot of sway. They have a lot of sway on. I'm guessing water sources. Yeah. You know which one? Am I taking this too far? I am. The Colorado River. <laughs> Fair enough. So um, I think you have said this on the podcast before. If not, I, I maybe I have. But um, politics like that, it's a revolving door. You know what I mean? They get into the Biden administration. They kind of like throw their weight around. And then what are they going to do when they retire from politics? They're probably going to have a seat on the foundation again. Mm-hmm. Um, which is interesting to me. But anyways, quick little history of that. The, so the Colorado River, they kind of divvied up the water rights almost 100 years ago. Um, and it was kind of it was divvied up between like um, cities, farmers, the indigenous people, because there are still some indigenous communities in that area. Yeah. Um, and it was divvied up um, on what they thought was fair based on the amount of you know rainfall, the flow of the river that year. Now, ironically enough, that year was one of the rainiest years in history in that area. Mm. So they divvied it up based on that supply. Well, they didn't really have rainfall like that ever again. So they divvied out too much to begin with. Um, and it's kind of, you know, it, it helped initially, obviously, with like water usage and not, you know, depleting it too quickly at the time. But then you run into this issue, you look, you know, almost a century later, and we have a lot of drought. We're not getting the same rainfall, especially this year. Um, yeah. And so people are still using that amount of water, that the amount of water allotted to them, mm-hmm. which was overestimated at the time. Mm-hmm. And now it's depleted even more within the last decade the flow of the river has decre- decreased by 20%. That is definitely not going to be a sustainable practice then. It's very scary. It's very, very scary. Um, so. I, I wonder, you know, in terms of water as a resource. Certainly. Right? I remember at the end of Big Short. Yeah. Uh, Brad Pitt's character. You're like, going to beat me to it, but go on. Oh, okay. So, so at the end, when they were talking about like, you know, Brad Pitt and like uh, Christian Bale's character, all of these people, like what were they focusing on next? Like what's yeah. going to be the best investment for the future? Like because of scarcity and that was water. Yeah. And it's no surprise to me that, you know, the Bill Gates of the world are yeah. like trying to figure out ways to bring clean and fresh water to different areas. Certainly. Right. Like it's right now the target demographic is like, 
these third world countries, especially in Africa, because right. there's so much, there's so many issues with water in, in Africa, specifically in the less developed regions. But it, it seems to me that that is okay. We're doing this philanthropic effort for the long term game because is eventually water is going to be very scarce everywhere, especially as climate change continues to happen. And yeah. like a lot of people wanted to deny it. And now we're getting to a point where no one's denying it, but we're still not doing enough about it. Well, right, and I yeah. think these really, really brilliant uh, business people can see the future with those things. Like that's what their job is to do. Yeah. And they have the resources to kind of investigate those things. So when you see like the Bill Gates of the world investing in these philanthropic efforts of, of creating clean water and yeah. clean energy and stuff like that. Uh, the Walton family uh, getting involved with the privatization of water. Michael Burry. Yeah. Ma Michael he, Burry said, saying, it, I'm going to invest in those processes yeah. because that's where the money's going to be. He the was, he was already betting on, and that's a big thing. Now they're betting on um, basically water shortages. There's they're they're betting on it becoming a commodity. Um, and Michael Burry was doing some stuff. I don't know exactly what it was, but he was taking some positions um, with different, not just water filtration and water cleaning and purification, but funds, yeah. yeah, but funds and stuff like that. Yeah, and and when when people are doing those things, right, you you have to be very cognizant that they do know more than you. Yeah, right. It's the same thing with like, and I'm okay with that. Like, just like the the idea is to take what they're saying and actually do right, something about right. it or it's do like, something. It was with like it. when when people got very uh, hesitant about vaccinations. Who was getting vaccinated? It was like the rich, you know, powerful political cl class. Like even the Tucker Carlson's of the world yeah. were like getting vaccinated while saying, oh, you have your rights, you have your rights. But Fox News has one of the strictest vaccination mandates. Did you know Interest, that? I did not. Yeah. They have one of the strictest mandates to work at Fox News. You have got to be vaccinated. Very right. interesting. So, so when you look at like what are the – or, or – um, People follow Nancy Pelosi's investments. Well, yeah, that's because she's a cheat and a crook. Well, and she has insider she, information. She knows the path of policy. She understands the direction right. that we're going. And she's so she involved invests, with that policy she making. Invests in that way. And it's not just the policy making. It's like the policy has to happen. Like climate change is real. And we're going to have to adjust accordingly eventually. So, in, so invest, invest in, in the green in clean energy. Invest in this company. You know, yes, there are times where it's it's definitely dirty. It's like, oh, th that company is getting a tax break. Yeah. No, I jumped into that way too yeah. early. But but no, that is the case. So like when when rich and powerful people, whether they're politically powerful or they're powerful because of what they control in terms of the economic marketplace whatever the case is, yeah. when they are moving a certain direction, you really have to be cognizant of what that direction is. Yeah. And so if if people are investing in water resources, if people are trying to privatize it, it's because it's getting more and more scarce and therefore it's going to be very expensive at one point. Yeah. Well, can I tell you now that you, since you said, you mentioned the cost of the water going up, I want to tell you what really scares me. Mm. And this is... I mean, this isn't what initially piqued my interest in it. I'm always, I've always been kind of curious about water shortages because I mean, it's going to happen whether we, um, have to move to like desalination techniques. We use those now somewhat, but it's, it's costly to do. So, I mean, maybe I'll be on the lookout for like some sort of new technology going into desalination and I'll invest in it for sure. Uh, a small amount, but maybe I can make some money. But if we go with this whole market approach, so we, go the Walton route, we turn water into this commodity, and then, I mean, so who ends up buying all this water? Well, it's rich people. It's, uh, you know, hedge funds, it's the Waltons, it's your billionaires, yeah. all those kind of people. Um, so it, it, the first thing that you're going to see is the cost of water is going to go up. Nobody's going to disagree with that. It's going to skyrocket. They, they say it costs about 59% more per year if it is a privately held uh, water treatment. So, like, if it's oh, not a municipal a municipality running that water source, right. it's about fifty nine percent more expensive See, per and, household. And, and can I tell you, that's not even the part that scares me the most. What's that? It's the prioritization of where the water is going. Mm -hmm. Okay, because there's advantages and disadvantages to it going or becoming a commodity. Because if you look at it in the long term, what's going to end up happening 
is very simple. People are going to use less water because it's going to cost more. Yeah. So, I mean, you're going to cut the water usage and people are going to say, well, I guess I don't really need that. So I'm going to use the water where it really needs to be used. Mm -hmm. Um, Not just public people, but, you know, your farmers, they'll find more, you know, I don't know, creative techniques of, of keeping their crops healthy. I'm sure Monsanto will make a shit ton of money because they'll come up with some seed that requires like zero, zero, zero water. water. (laughs) It's the cactus tomato. Exactly. Yeah. They'll start, they'll Gregor Mendel the shit out of it and start crossbreeding some weird stuff. It might be delicious. Just kind of prickly. Yeah. But then they'll come up with a seed that doesn't have the prickles. Oh, that's true. They'll just, they'll just keep going. I'm all in on the cac tomato. (laughs) So you run into this advantage. So for, for, you're going to have advantage. Are you with me? I think we should have a cac tomato revolution. I think we're onto something. Spiky ketchup. Oh, yeah. Instead of sugary, it's spiky. Yeah. It had a little bit more earthiness to it. I think cactuses are earthy. I've had some cactus tacos. Mm. They're delish. They've been despined. Oh, I was going to say, you didn't need a toothpick after. A whole bunch of cuts in my mouth afterwards. Um, so you're going to have advantages for the wealthy for cities too. something you wouldn't, I, I, something I didn't necessarily think about, but cities have money to spend. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they will be a prioritized for that water investors, hedge funds, everything I said, your disadvantages are going to be for us, for your everyday people, for your farmers, for your ranchers, you know, everybody wants beef. I mean, we are the, we as a nation consume the most amount of meat compared to any other country. Yeah. There was a, a fact that I can't remember, but it was like if everyone, if everyone stopped eating meat one meal a week, I think it would save us like twenty percent of the water source or water resources around. The I world. would do that. I got a great recipe from my mom for black bean uh, <gasps> sweet potato. Like oh, I it's love like that. it's like it's, it's, it's taco, supposed. To, it's like the taco sweet she, potato, but she does it as like a ravioli almost. Yeah, yeah. it's really good. Oh, I know. I mean, I douse mine in hot sauce. I had, I had. But, I had two help, two helpings. Oh, did my were you there when my mom made yeah, it that for time your, for your dad's birthday? Oh hell yeah, she did make it for that. Wasn't it good? Yeah, I had two helpings. It was yeah. I I don't even know if I ate that. Thing. So only YouTube knows how many I really had because I showed the camera. Yeah, so watch us on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe that's, to our YouTube our YouTube channel just for that. Yeah, just so I'll you can know how many inside, helpings of my mom's black info. bean sweet potato enchiladas that Brian ate. <laughs> He also consumed three quarters of a bottle of Southern Comfort. Uh, yeah. That was a fun night. <laughs> we digress. Um, <laughs> then I watched Grey's Anatomy for like eight hours the next day and cried. Yeah. All day. Yeah, right. But this is so this is where it gets scary, though, because any time because this whole scenario reminds me of like Bill Gates with public health. Yeah. Like he wants to privatize or um, yeah, privatize the entire public health sector kind of. Well, I mean, the public health sector pretty much is already privatized. He wants to make it a commodity. Yeah. He wants to see where I guess where I was going with that. Maybe okay. I misspoke, but where I was going with that, sometimes there's good intentions for this. Like, okay, maybe the Waltons really want to save the water supply. Okay. But then when you have that, invo- you know, these rich people involved and nothing against rich people, but they just want to get richer. Listen, I want to get richer too. I just don't want to fuck over my fellow man. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're going to start prioritizing, not based on need, but based on where they can make the most money. Because yeah. where are they going to make the most money with the, the with this water? You know what I mean? Joe Schmo, the rancher, who's got like, you know, 1,200 cattle, doesn't have the same amount of money to spend than the cities have to spend. Well, and it's so, not only the cities. You also got to keep in mind the corporations that need it. Right, certainly. Like for, to, to create goods. So like you Our think t- of like manufacturing companies yeah. and stuff like that. The, those types of companies are going to have the edge where they're going to say, yeah, we need a little tax break. We're bringing do- like, you know, jobs and tax dollars. So we need those tax breaks on our water or yeah. whatever. We need cheaper water. And, yeah. and they're going to get prioritized before the little men because that is what happens in America. Corporations consistently time and time again get prioritized yeah. over the little men. Aren't a lot of... Um you know more about think about technology than I do, but like some of the big processors, like um, that Facebook would be using and things like that, don't aren't they like water cooling some of those big computers? Uh, that I don't know, like the servers and stuff yeah. like that. I'm sure there's some sort of because I know that there's computers you can buy like big time gamers. They use like 
water-cooled computers. Oh, yeah. But I don't think that's like a cons- – I don't think that's a consistent. I think they have a lot of fans and stuff like that that keep keep it moving. Yeah. But, or, or like uh, um, Bitcoin mining and stuff like that, the crypto mining. Oh, yeah, Those yeah. servers are like overheating like crazy and use a ton of energy. But like – in those energy complexes, there's a lot of water, steam, stuff like that that needs to happen. So those are the companies that are going to get priority over, hey, uh, Kevin needs to take a shower. Actually, I do. But Oh, I just took one today. I didn't shower since Sunday. Good for you. That's good, hate- for, that's good for your skin. That's good for your hair. Like, my hair, like after I washed it, my hair felt real healthy. Yeah. Yeah. But like I it felt I felt real disgusting. In, under my hat, my hair looks very healthy. <laughs> the, the part that's... <laughs> Oh, yeah, I can't get that poof to stay in. Sorry, guys. Ah, not sorry. Yeah, don't be sorry. I'm not apologizing for you shit. Should, you know what? You should apologize to me because I can't have that beautiful poof. You know what? Like for all the do. people for all the people watching on YouTube, look at how healthy that is. I mean, just run your fingers through that, Bri. It is softer than you can even... Isn't it soft? Oh, my God. I know, dude. You, you have very soft hair. That might have been the first time Brian ever touched my hair. <laughs> It won't be the last. I know that much. <laughs> I might as well be in a Vidal Sassoon commercial. Ooh. Maybe You know what? I'm in an herbal. I have the urge to herbal all of a sudden. Yeah. Just remember that Tammy listens to our podcast. Don't be throwing out herbal essences. I'm all Aveda, baby. Oh, good for you. And that's why. Brian looks so handsome. No, I have no hair. <laughs> oh. Because I used herbal essences for so long. You should have used Avita, Brian. And you know what? You're right. Yeah. I just wait for it to go on sale because the shampoo is expensive. I don't typically buy that. Um, Anna just buys whatever's on sale. Now, now I'm even worse. I just use I just use Irish Spring as I'm... Yeah. I use a bar of soap now and then I just lather up my hand and... Are you using the... Because... Why don't... Have you, have you not used the... Did I never bring you those soaps? No. I got the... Oh, oh God. Oh. I got to bring those No, soaps. the Squatch. Doctor Squatch, because you can Doctor. use that. You, it's a, it's all it's an all in one. Yeah. Did yeah. I wash my face with that? My face is so smooth. Yeah. And and acne free. Mine's not very smooth. I have a lot of hair on my face. Do you? I mean, my beard is there, but yeah. like I don't have hair other well. Why my eyebrows? See. You can't see them on the camera because the lighting. <laughs> <laughs> God dang. Yeah. I so there's there's a whole lot going on with the Colorado River right now with water scarcity in general. And it scares me because I think that this is an opportunity. I don't think that we need to make water a commodity. No, I I think that the government should jump in and be like, okay, we talk about this green new whatever all the time. I act like I didn't know what I mean. It's the green new deal. Mm -hmm. We talk about all this going green, saving the earth, but they're not putting their money where their mouth is. It's very simple. We have an issue with water. Well, not so fast. They're trying to. They're trying to spend three and a half trillion dollars. Fair enough. But uh, you know, Steve Manchin's an asshole, and Kristen Cinema's too busy running a marathon. Yeah. You know how much water she fucking wasted running that marathon? I don't you know. You know how much water she needed to hydrate herself? She doesn't care about the public. And she's in Arizona. Yeah, she fucked. That really that this really grinds my gears. You know you know what else is a big issue with the privatization? Please. Is tell the me. lack of uh, of transparency. Certainly, right? Yeah. So so when a private company now takes it over, the books aren't open. Right. Right? When 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 the public owns it, right, and and the government runs it, the government is responsible for opening their books. You have a, a duty <laughs> duty to <laughs> Open up your books to the public, especially around election time and stuff like that. Like you have a the the Freedom of Information Act, you have a right to access anything government. And so, when a private company takes it over, we no longer have access to those numbers, whether it's usage, consumption, um, or like you know the the costs involved, yeah. uh, what's being spent on R and D, all of those things. When yeah. you get to a private company, all of that goes away. Yeah. And so we see we saw that uh, with with Texas right during the blizzard mm-hmm, right the the utility company it was a bunch of privately held companies that basically didn't have any agreements with the government so similarly like you have a utility company like uh, like a comed they have franchise agreements where there's a there's a certain level of transparency that has to happen between right. you know the city of Chicago and, and comed right to have that agreement. Uh, 
in Texas, there there are no agreements. There's no, uh, you know, electric grid mobility between multiple states. It's literally just Texas on its own. And so right. we saw the price gouging that happened and like the the lack of money that was being put into the R&D and the upkeep of that electrical grid and what happened during that blizzard. The water source will only be worse, right? right. It'll only get worse because the the scarcity of water i think is uh far far more impactful right than anyone thinks because it's not just like electricity oh i lost my tv or whatever like you cannot live without water you can live without electricity i think it would be very uncomfortable for people to not have their iphones charged or their computers working especially as we are you know in the midst of a global pandemic and there's so much work from home and you know all of that so technology and electricity is super important but you cannot live Without water. Fun fact about electricity. You know you can get that from the sun? True. True. I, I just, I don't know why. That's another thing I'd like to see invested. I think that's part of like the whole, the, that was part of the Green New Deal. I don't know if it's part of the infrastructure plan, but like solar energy is just so incredible. Um, and like when I, when I, now, you know, I, I think everybody on the podcast knows that Anna and I are house hunting. And she was asking me the other day, she's like, well, okay, we're looking at this house. And she goes, well, what would be the first improvement you would want to make? And I said, solar panels. Really? Yeah. I just, to be able to be like, you know what? I don't really even need to be part of the grid for electricity. I'm going to make my own. I think I just, that's, I think that's awesome. I, I'm a big supporter of it. I think, you know, you're, this whole subject is really barking up up my tree like i i despise the idea of utilities becoming commodities that are privately held right uh, whether it's electricity whether it's it's water whatever the case is it, it it absolutely bugs the shit out of me because you're talking about people's livelihood and i think another thing that you know when we talk about water we think of water like as drinking or showering yeah people forget you need water to flush down your shit yeah. So the sewage system would be so expensive. Yeah. And if you think about that, like the damage that can happen to a community that is being underserved with this now private utility of water. Yeah. If they are not flushing down their shit, how much disease and illness can run rampant. Certainly. And we know how uh, fragile our healthcare system really is. Yeah. Yeah. This is one of those, this is, this is another, and I, I feel the need to always share this, but this is another one of those reasons why I just, like, I came into this podcast thinking that I was far more libertarian than I am. Because I'm, I'm, you know what I mean? This is something that a libertarian, if you, if you think of the, like, the Ron Swanson of libertarians, where he was like, yeah. he thought the park system should be like Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. Where, like, somebody could buy out the park system, like, you want to go on a swing? You drop in a quarter. You want to go down the slide, you drop in a quarter. And so, like, I think that there are some strict libertarians out there that would say, fuck it, prioritize or uh, privatize it. Yeah. Let people buy it up. That's fine. That's their right. I disagree with that. You run into a whole lot of issues. Like Brian said, flushing the toilet. You know what I mean? It's little, it's, it's those littlest of things. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Think about the number of people who would stop gardening at their own house. Right. Couldn't afford it. Right. Couldn't afford it. Water is not something that being in the, I, oh my God, I feel like I'm Brian right now. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm dancing for those watching on YouTube. God damn it. Yeah. In, in, in living in the United States of America, we should not have a problem with fucking water. Yeah. And not to mention those fucking scientists that are out there. Listen here, scientists, if you're watching, oh my God, I'm doing a great job of looking at the camera right now. I'm pointing at the camera. You guys on YouTube. Hey, we have one viewer right now. <laughs> What's up? What's going on? Got us in an intense moment. Yo, all you scientists out there that are fucking doing, making some weapons and shit, or designing some new whatever for your billion dollar company, fuck that. I want you to go out, find a way to get some more water. Take the salt out of the fucking ocean. But don't kill the fish, though. Just take you know little bits at a time. <laughs> I, I think that is something that is being researched and in, in like the desalinization. Uh, yeah. Desalinization. But we need like an operation paperclip here. What's that? 
That's when we pulled all the uh, the Nazi scientists. Oh, really? You ever heard of that? No. You gotta listen to more conspiracy theory podcasts. Oh it's not it's not an actual conspiracy theory, like Operation it's like, Paper. Yeah, it's like the deep Operation Paper. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, they did a whole thing on it on like possibilities from it, but um, the Operation Paperclip is a declassified document now. Like yeah. we did, we pulled a bunch of na- bunch of Nazi scientists, and that's how we started NASA. Makes sense. I mean, German engineering back then was. was oh, premier. I mean, look at German cars now. They're fantastic. They're expensive to fix, but like, they don't they they don't get fixed as often. Another thing Germans do well: beer. Yeah. You have, have you had Kronbacher? Yeah, I have. I know that's a, a mainstream one or a popular one. It's it's so delicious. Yeah. It's so good. It's like the beer that they drink in the movie. Um, bless you. Uh, what's the movie? Beer Thank Fest. You. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you see that beer in the movie, you're like, I want to drink that beer. That's kind of like what Kronbacher is. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, let's get some more German scientists. <laughs> I think, well, and, you know, to Germany, our one, to Germany our one viewer, has, I'm so sorry. Germany has really invested a lot in green energy. You know, yeah. uh, that has been kind of a trademark to uh, Angela Merkel's uh, legacy. Now that she's leaving, it, it, they're actually going more progressive. Uh, I believe the most progressive candidate actually uh, beat out the the more centrist uh, candidate. So they're going to probably invest even he- more heavily into uh, green energy and, and innovation with with clean energy and and, and um, renewable energy. And yeah, so, I think. Oh, sorry, God. No, no. So I, I think to to bring it back with with privatization is it's it's never actually beneficial for pub the public good and yeah. what i mean by that is this i think when there's when we talk about private companies and stuff like that i don't think we should like you know go full socialist communist like i'm i'm not saying that but when it comes to the greater good of people a private company is not driven by that at its core its number one responsibility is profit that is Correct. capitalism yeah socialism is rewarding the the labor force with the fruits of of their labor right yeah whereas in capitalism it's who owns the means of of production gets gets you know all of the benefits in that in that position yeah you want to know what happens when you privatize things look at our current system now that's what happens when you privatize things that are needed, things that are nece- like necessities in oh, everyday sure. life. Listen, we all fucking need healthcare. Nobody can go to the doctor without healthcare. You know what I mean? If you do, you're going to fucking go broke. Yep. Okay. So we need that. That's something that should not be privatized. Or, I mean, whatever. We talked about the different systems. I don't even really necessarily know where I stand. That's something that I would have to do like two or three podcasts on and listen to Brian talk about a bunch of shit for a while, which I would love to. I love the sound of your voice. I'm all, I'm down for it. Yeah. I would do that yeah. for you. I would do that for me because it would be beneficial for me. I, I thought we but had like, a very productive podcast. So I thought we did too. Yeah. I thought it was great. Um, but like, yeah, like water, you know, we're fucked. We're fucked. If you privatize water, you just start selling the rights to everybody. It, your everyday people are, are completely screwed. It's a very, very scary thing. If that ever happens, when, two, when, week, two weeks of tyranny with me and Brian. When <laughs> when you think of privatization, even of utilities, right? Yeah. If the government controls it and then, you know, offers up contracts to different companies. Certainly. Then there's there's still like a capitalist environment. Uh, but, but really what's going to happen is that competition is going to drive the cost down. Is, is we've seen in a lot of these utilities or even healthcare, there's just not enough competition. Right, certainly. And, and, and therefore, the cost continues to skyrocket. I don't want to see the Rockefeller of water. Right. And, and that's what it's going to turn into. And it's going to turn into, obviously, it's not something discovered. It's not like oil was kind of like, oh, it's on the cusp or figuring it out and like, oh, how to, you know, mine for, or not mine for it, but drill for it and all that. And that's how they got the advantage or, or, or steel was like a new up and coming thing. And you kind of monopolized it that way. This is the, the Waltons and the Gateses and, you know, all of the billionaire class, Certainly. they have the advantage. They're yeah. the ones that can buy up the contracts, sway the politicians, right. do whatever they Certainly. need to do to gain, to gain control of that. Now, when we look at the privatization of any of these things, right, when we look at healthcare, 
when we look at when we look at electricity in like Texas, when we look at prisons, yeah, like you're seeing the idea of it was run the same way as the government, but now they're doing twenty to thirty percent less because profitability is is an issue. So they have to do whatever the government was doing, but then carve out twenty to thirty percent in either savings or some or some sort of production in order to make it profitable. And and we see the the more and more privatization of of prisons, right? So we started to see the shift in like the eighties with the the war on drugs and stuff right. like that. More and more people going to prisons. Okay, we're gonna you know have more and more private uh, prison systems. You see more and more people going to jail for bullshit crimes. Oh, they had weed. They're going to prison, right? They're a young kid. They they did a bad thing. They they need to they need to learn their lesson. They're going in for ten years, and it's like that is not doing what is best for society. So when we privatize these things, now, if you want to privatize where you get your groceries from, absolutely. You have a new software system that helps salespeople, whatever. You have a new search engine on the internet and you want to privatize, go for it. I do not care about that. That is not something that people need in order to live. It is not affecting their going. absolute livelihood. Yeah. And that's what matters. When lives are on the line in education, in the military, in prisons, uh, water, electricity, when lives are on the line, you cannot privatize it and put profits first. No putting them on hold when they're on the line, baby. It's a phone joke. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I was I got I got I got pissy. That's okay. It's been a while since we had a yeah. topic where I got this riled up. But, it, you know. Uh, it hasn't been that long. It wasn't a topic, though. It was hot sauces that did it to you. Oh. <laughs> That's the true. sassiest I've ever seen, Brian. I, I, I do. Uh, my buddy Joe tuned in after. He was supposed to tune in uh, the day of, and he, you know, didn't get to. And he's, like, watching it back. And he was texting me quotes that I was saying. And I think like one of them was like, give the people what they want. Yeah. Yeah. Was that one. One was very and funny. then the other one was, this is so hot that my teeth hurt. That was me. Was that you? Yeah. Oh, he was. He, that was, uh, that was, maybe that was a Snapchat because Jason snapped me that. Oh, that's awesome. Like a day later. Yeah. Um, which I don't even know what I was saying at that point. <laughs> and it would have been one thing if it was the drinks, but it was just the hot sauces. It was, it was everything for me. It was yeah. everything. If you haven't had a chance, go back and watch on YouTube. If you're, you know, a subscriber, uh, you know, check out these live streams and stuff like that. If we're if we're recording, you know, you can always hop in the chat. Uh, but if not, yeah, we'll answer anybody. Yeah, we'll, we'll answer. I was going to say that when you were you were talking at the time, but I was going to say to the one viewer, hop in the chat. Yeah, hop in the chat. We'll talk to you guys when we're recording an episode. It'll only make people want to go on YouTube more, which I is like very it. exciting. I like it. It's very exciting. Uh, but for those of you that aren't. Uh, watching on YouTube, but you subscribe to us on on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Google Casts or whatever the case is, hop into whatever our YouTube. Ha, hop into the YouTube. See what it's like to see us live. Uh, you'll know exactly how many servings of the sweet potato enchilada casserole I had. Uh, and 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 make sure you subscribe down at the bottom. Like the videos. Uh, leave a comment. We'll try and get back to you. Yeah. Um, but that's always fun. Uh, but I want to bring it back. One last thing about the privatization. Please. I, with all due respect to the idea of capitalism and the innovation that can happen, I think there is really starting to be a need across all corporations where we're not taxing properly, we're not enforcing anything like R&D. So like these companies that make massive profits should be invested in R&D. And like we talk about, oh, well, capitalism brings forth innovation, right? It forces people to become more innovative. But here's the thing. It, it does. There's plenty but. of innovation that happens through government streams, things like NASA, things like, you know, the... the oh, which we don't even really fund not NASA OSHA, that well not anymore. OSHA. What, 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 there's um, the weather uh, is monitored by the government, and then like you have uh, what was that one AccuWeather? Yeah. Right. They yeah. feed off of the government information. They don't have their own satellites. Right. They feed off of the government satellites and and information collected by the government 
that they have a direct feed into and then they provide it and now yeah. they're getting all the profits instead of the government reaping yeah. those benefits. So there's a lot of innovation that happens through government in public practice. Certainly. Uh, so so when we think about privatization, it really shouldn't be about um, you know the public good or these utilities that are absolutely required. Uh, innovation can happen through the, through the public sector and we see it. Yeah. We see like going back in history like with vaccinations and, and Jonas Salk, he sold the patent for a dollar to a university and, and made it so that the polio vaccine was accessible to the rest of the world. Meanwhile, like we're super excited that the vaccine is quote unquote free for us, but those Pfizer's and Moderna's of the world are oh. holding on the patent so that they can't be made around the world by cheaper for cheaper uh by cheaper means, right? So other companies can't do like the signature kitchen version of, of the cereal. They can't do the same thing with the vaccine. Yeah. Well, one thing really fast to our one viewer that's watching again, please hit us up in the comments. We're watching right now. You type something, we'll see it. Subscribe at the bottom. Like and subscribe. But I do want to say something because you're, you're getting pissed off about the fucking vaccines. How about fucking Merck? Yeah. Or Merrick or whatever, however you pronounce the drug. Are you talking Com about insulin? No, I'm talking about the EpiPens? people. That, no, the people that just made the the miracle drug for COVID. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, little red. Well, the the maybe it's a red pill, but it's a red logo. I don't know. Yeah, you haven't heard about this no, yet? No, I haven't. Oh my gosh! Well, they're finding out that basically the um, the companies that were doing the vaccines, like they 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 stalled the rollout of this pill. There's an investigation into it now mm -hmm. because they wanted. They thought that it was going to prevent people from getting vaccinated, but they've got this little pill that like reduces the um yeah you see it mm -hmm. it reduces the um the symptoms of covid interesting yeah i mean that the effectiveness of it is great it shows great promise um but yeah this is covered by the the associated press yeah okay so but then check this yeah yeah brian i'm not just spouting off bullshit no <laughs> I didn't know but sometimes you go down the rabbit hole on YouTube and okay but now like Brian's like fact checking me talking about this <laughs> well I, I didn't know about it and it's it's you yeah. know what I trusted you did you Brian is that why you googled it and then you said I oh, wanted well, to I know guess, more about well, it I guess, I guess I guess the Associated Press covered it so I guess Kevin's not full of shit <laughs> fuck you <laughs> So here's the thing. I do. My wife. Hates and now that this we're about sitting, me. now my, that we're sitting wife, next to each other, wife, I can see what you're doing. My wife hates this about me. Is I take a very, I, I like to say scientific approach. Like I will trust you and, and say that, but I still need to see it, see it, and discover. And like, I'm just really, talking shit, Brian. I would have done the same thing. Yeah, I know. But I wouldn't have done it to your face. I would have turned my laptop the other way. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. Um. No, but like, so here they are, they have this pill mm -hmm. and they're saying, oh, wouldn't have people, less people would have gotten vaccinated. I mean, that's not necessarily true. You look at the breakthrough cases, which there's more of them than, you know, or I think than are reported on. Um, I think that those people, when they get COVID, when they have the vaccine, they still want that little pill that's going to reduce their symptoms by 50%. Yeah. I'm still going to buy it. But then get this shit. Mm -hmm. And I don't know the exact prices. But it's like a, I, I want to say it was like a 400% increase is what they added to the price oh, of the pill. Yeah. It cost them like $14 to make and they're selling the pill for like $450 a pop or something like that. Well, and the big issue for me, and maybe not so much with Merck because I'm still just learning about it, but you know, the, the, the uh, millions and millions of taxpayer dollars that went into the R&D of that. Like the the went into the R and D of uh, creating a vaccine that could be scalable and all of that was paid for by tax dollars of the American people, right? So that company that is making tons and tons of money is yeah. great, but <laughs> I love it, Chris. Um, Chris just hopped in the chat. You can do that if you if you're watching on YouTube these days. Um, the the great I idea of that is like okay we're helping fund this innovation through taxpayer dollars it should be the right of the taxpayers to have that right so that's why it was free to us but we're not getting enough around the world and it's coming at a cost to those people and that's the shitty part of it all is like that should be considered foreign aid at that point like Same. we invested now, now, you know, pay the $12 it probably cost to make a hundred, you know, vaccinations 
and send that shit yeah, over. Yeah, you know Nikki. Oops, got sorry. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I switched accounts on YouTube so that it's coming from the Mad Libs podcast, and all of a sudden Brian had to hear Norm Macdonald. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Uh, I love me some Norm Macdonald. <sighs> I, you know, I'm interested in the fact that you are more against the privatization, uh, which is which is exciting to see. Well, like I was saying earlier, it's not even I'm, I'm I'm not against privatization of certain things, but I am definitely against the privatization of necessities. Yeah. You know what I mean? There are certain things that are like, like, listen, if you want to fucking privatize coffee, which they realistically already have, you know what I mean? There's, right. Right. The, they should. The actual, and the number of like private farmers or like independent farmers has gone up. And you see it in a lot of like countries like Ethiopia and stuff like that, where like a lot of farms get together and they they pull almost like a co-op or it's, co-op. Ex- it's exactly what it is okay. they pull all their coffee beans together yeah. you know obviously they're graded and all that stuff first yeah. they put them all together and then they can actually compete against these big boys these big farmers you know what i mean like you see a lot of the bigger farmers out in like colombia brazil things like that okay. where, where a majority of the coffee isn't coming. isn't ethiopian isn't that like the best bean in the world it, that's debatable so but like ethiopia is like the birthplace of coffee oh okay um so, um, and in a lot of the, a lot of the coffees that grow there, they're still like, it's not like, so when the, when the beans left Africa, it was the, what they call the typica lineage, which is like your, your, it's your basic bitch bean. Um, and that's what like the Dutch King gave to the, you know, the French King or whatever, as a peace offering, they grew coffee and then the French took it across to, you know, uh, South America. Okay. That's how it got over there. And then it mutated from there. But you have all these, like, varietals that aren't necessarily named coming out of Africa. It's truly growing wild in Africa, which is a really cool thing. Um, so, I like, my favorite coffees come from Ethiopia, for sure. Okay. Um, but, like, if you want to pry back to what I was saying before, you know, I went into coffee there. Hopefully, I love it. Hopefully Jason really likes that. Um, what you see, you know, he's privatizing something like coffee. It's like, I don't give a shit. Like, you don't need coffee. Right. You know what I mean? I fucking love coffee, and I drink a lot of coffee. Right. But it's not something where I'm like, oh, well, if you take away all the coffee tomorrow, privatize it tomorrow, and it becomes super expensive, I'm not going to survive. No, I'm just going to stop fucking drinking coffee. Right. Or I'm going to drink a whole lot less of it. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, that would affect the energy drink companies and stuff like that, because a lot of the caffeine that like is sourced from that is, is, yeah. yeah, it's like green. They call it GCE, green coffee extract. Um, it's part of the Swiss, roster, Swiss water process. It's very cool. Hmm. Um, but when you do something like water, you know what I mean? Or like in this case what Brian can, Brian and I can agree on, like there needs to be something done about healthcare. Like that's another story. Prison you know I mean? systems. Yeah. Because I know you're really hung up. I, I, I agree with you. We could do it honestly. And we should, we should do an entire podcast on the prison system. Okay. One of these days, and I was thinking about this today. Um, cause I was getting really excited about the podcast. I'm going to get excited about it every yeah, week, yeah. Or twice a week. But when <laughs> we miss, when we miss that one day, I might put out other content. Yeah. I, I feel like super energized certainly to, to come back oh we have two viewers now second viewer if you're watching right now currently you can say something in the chat yeah. and we'll respond to you um <laughs> our podcasters are going at 2x speed now <laughs> boom baby <laughs> um but yeah we should do something in prison but what i was thinking this morning is we need to do something that you and i disagree on again sometime soon because you and i will disagree on techniques to go about things a yeah. lot but I want to go. We should go on it about something that I, I don't know exactly what we fully disagree on anymore. Like I, I think there we're was, just so I, good at talking no, to each I, other. I, I, no, that's part of it. That's part of it, Brian. Don't sell yourself short, kiddo. I think I think a lot of it is. I, I think with us, there's always been a mutual understanding that our disagreements aren't fundamental or, or foundational. I think our disagreements lie in, like you said, carrying things out or procedural things. Like, you know, with healthcare, you know, you did believe in like some privatization, but like there's obviously yeah. something broken that needs fixing. And like, well, it's, it, and there's a lot of things that are just too far gone. I yeah. do think, and you know, I think healthcare would probably be a prime example of that. Yeah. There's some things that are just so fucked i was almost gonna say f but i was like at this point i've said you know swear words so like it's not even worth it anymore that we're so we're so effed at this point that like it just it just just needs to be like yeah yeah yeah. and then you know maybe if you come up with some other great ideas later down the line then that that's fine too but yeah at no point does the privatization of anything 
make something cheaper for people because what ends up happening is margins matter. Sometimes it does, though. I mean, if you look maybe, at grocery maybe stores. Maybe initially. Maybe initially. Gro- it does. Everyone, and that's like, that's the ideal model. Okay, so like I want to buy, I want to buy my lunch. You know, do you, do you, you don't do the grocery shopping. Noel does. Yeah, Let's get I Noel on so I can talk to him. <laughs> Like there are sometimes, a lot of times if I'm tired, like I'll just go to one grocery store and I'll knock it out. And sometimes I know I'm spending more on certain items by going to that one grocery store. Yeah. But the convenience the of it is cheaper somewhere else. Or right. But like I go, I like to go to Mariano's because I think Mariano's and Jewel. I think they have good produce. Yes, I agree. Um, but there's other things where I'm like, well, I'm going to go to, you know, I can get this cheaper at Woodman's. I can get this cheaper at Aldi. Where, yeah. All, I love Aldi. I love Aldi. Um, I didn't used to. And there used to be a snob. I only went to Jewel, but Aldi has great value. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but Aldi does a great job. Yeah. They they have other ways of keeping their prices down. Yes. You know what I mean? There's a lot of cool, like, little ticker talkers on there. Yeah. Uh, little, uh, what do they call them? Uh, movers. That's what they used to call movies, like moving pictures. Oh, I didn't know that. I think so. I don't know. Fact check me. <laughs> You're so good at it. <laughs> Um, but no, uh, so like the, the ideal idea of capitalism to me is like a grocery store. Like I can go get my produce cheaper here, but, right. but I can go get, if I'm going to get cereal, I'm not going to get my cereal from Mariano's. There's a big markup on it. I'll go somewhere else. Right. So, so in that instance, you're paying for the convenience. Certainly. Could you go make a deal with a farmer and say, Hey, for each husk of corn, I'll pay you this and it's 50 cents cheaper or whatever. And logistic, because when you're paying for the convenience, you're paying for the logistics involved and they are capitalizing on the volume. Right. Right. But they're not, they're not capitalizing on, on the fact that they're, taking advantage of you right like Certainly. they can't gouge you like the EpiPen with a Schlecker or whatever his name the asshole was that you know had the the drug company with the the EpiPens and you yeah. jacked up the price 700 percent or yeah. whatever you know you know who should instances. go you know who should go to a private prison that guy <laughs> we will keep open a one private prison <laughs> well and he probably owns the stock that has it but yeah. you know that that's one of the big fundamental issues with the privatization and capitalism in general yeah. is is everything comes down to profit and if it's livelihoods at stake i've said it same thing with military like i understand that you know there's a lot of r&d and innovation involved but when you look at the ceo salaries and you know stock buybacks and all of and those things not, and that's not that's capitalism though that's not capitalism that's just greed that's but, that's, but that, that's but individual that is, greed that is capitalism in its worst form, but that is capitalism. It's because there's greedy greed people in socialism. Good. Yeah, greed is good, and that's that was the motto of capitalism for so long. There, there's no such thing as capitalism that puts people first. Yeah, that's called socialism. You're thinking about the social good. That's just called giving a shit about your fellow man. I agree, and and like you said, we're going to start a new political party, and that's what it's going to be called: giving a shit, giving a shit about your fellow man. Yeah. It it might have some it might have some legs. Yeah, dude, it's got fucking four legs right now, homie. Yes. <laughs> Grassroots starting in the garage. Yeah, that's I'm gonna have all... to grow some grass in here. We're like fucking. Oh. We're like Steve Jobs in it right now. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why you got to mute the track, kids. You guys on YouTube, you guys will get you to see saw that. Me freak out. Yeah, you guys on YouTube will get to see that. Um, Brian, remember fifty nine minutes. 59 minutes. Um, everyone on YouTube will hear that, but, uh, you know. So this is something to be mindful of. Uh, you know, I know, Brian. I messed up. <laughs> no, <I'm not. laughs> For those of you that just spit out your water that you were drinking because it got so loud, yeah. um, understand, we need to not allow the privatization of large water resources like the Colorado River you know, like these large, you know, uh, lakes and stuff like that, where we get so much of our fresh water, the aquifers, the more, the more we allow for the privatization of it and take it away from municipal efforts, the worse it's going to be long-term for everyone because profits are going to come before people. I agree. God, look at us. Look at us. Yeah. Do you want to, speaking of water, do you want to talk about the ports? No, we'll have to get to that. We're at an hour. Okay. Well, thank you guys so much for watching. Thank you, Chris, and whoever our second viewer was. Um, we appreciate that. Anybody who wants to join into the fun, 
you know, we'll start we'll start putting something out on our Facebook. Yeah. We'll give like a, a ten minute warning. Yeah, it's been it's been hard for me because I took Facebook off my phone. Oh. So I haven't been as active on it. Yeah. So I have to be on my computer to go on Facebook. So I'll I'll be a little bit more uh more diligent about that. But in the meantime, do good, be great. Love, Love you guys. I can see you now with a party at we the ones that he just let into the back. We the misfits. How you gonna react? We insomnia yash, we ain't get no sleep. Break the rules, can't stay on beat. Making moves, running through the streets. A to Z, follow my lead. Saints status quo, this is rock and roll. This is how I get on now, run This is bye bye, ta ta, audio. This is all or none, this is all I know. This that I don't know, we try and go. I don't even know, I'm just trying to roll. Me and my friends try and hit the road, try and catch a wave. Gotta